0: Lord, thank you for mama, thank you for the word, the love, Lord, the, uh, the affection that you have for us, Lord, and toward us, Lord, and how you want us to just tap into who you are, to your goodness, and who you've made us to be, and not be afraid, or ashamed, or cowered down, or intimidated by the enemy, by life, by circumstances, Lord, but that our hope and our faith are, is in your resurrection, and your power in you, and your son, Jesus, Amen, amen. Well, um, yeah, I I just want to keep going on that. And what I want to talk to you about this morning is uh, getting our head on right. You know, and, and Kathy's laid the foundation of where this comes from, but Jesus Christ is our head. Jesus is our head. Uh, and the sooner that we really grapple with that, I mean, whenever we, what gets us saved is our belief that Jesus Christ is Lord, He's Son of God, resurrected from the dead, coming back again. That's, that's our hope. That's our salvation. But he is Lord. He is Lord. You know, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to go as quick as I possibly can because we want to end in worship and just turn our focus and our attention toward the one who's given us life and hope and peace and love and everything that we need to, to be successful in this uh, creation that he's given us. So, um, But real quickly, I want to review a couple, one or three weeks ago, uh, I talked to you about alignment. I feel like the word the Lord has given us for this year is alignment. And alignment, I talked to you about chiropractic alignment, lining our spine back up in the way that it's supposed to be in order for our... Without it being in correct alignment, it creates, you know, bad posture and pain in your muscles, and then it even affects different parts of your body and your health. And then we talked about building frame alignment, how that uh, whenever you build and it's out of square, you have to manipulate everything in order to make it work. So if you weren't here, you can go back to uh, Facebook, or go to our, uh, I believe it's on our, our website. You can go in and find back, or you can go back through Facebook and uh, find some of the archives, but I would encourage you to, to listen to that. But God's called us into alignment, but that, that is spinal alignment and frame alignment, but we need to get our head aligned. You know, and our head is Jesus Christ. Um, and there's a lot of things that happen... When we get our, our head aligned, when our head's out of balance, it just, I, I saw a, um, a, a picture in the chiropractor's office that, you know, this is kind of the norm for uh, looking at our phone, you know, and for every so many degrees of tilt, you put 10 pounds of pressure on the rest of your body so it doesn't, it creates all kinds of problems, you know. So learning how to, you know, get our head right and get, our positioned position right, it will release the tension and the stress. So, um, <clears throat> I, I want to try to bring this around, hope I'll make it as simple as I can, but go to Isaiah 9, 6 and 7. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7, and I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. And listen to what it says. This is prophet. This was prophesied, I don't know... Uh, between 500,000 years uh, before Jesus came. But it says, For a child is born to us. A son is given. The government will rest on his shoulders. Say that with me. The government will rest on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And his government... Say that with me. His government... And its peace will never end. Say that again. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor or father David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of heaven's armies will make this happen. And we're living in that right now. This was a promise that when Jesus was raised from the dead... He sat on the throne and sits on the throne of his father, David, in terms of uh, human lineage, and he reigns forever supreme on that throne. It does not matter who rules in the the White House. It does not matter who rules in your house. It doesn't matter who rules in your your government or where you work. What matters is, do you submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ? Do you come under who he is? and? When we get that thing fixed, we're out of alignment until we do. And everything in our life is going to be pressure. Everything in our life is going to be hard. Everything in life is going to be more difficult than it should be. Because, I mean, life is difficult. You know, the way the transgressor is hard, the script says. Uh, You know, we all experience uh, tribulation and trial, but God delivers us out of them all. But don't make it harder on yourself than you should by putting yourself in the wrong position. Jesus is head, not you. You know, Jesus is head, not Biden, not Trump. Jesus is head, not your boss, you know, not your husband, not your wife. Jesus is head. Jesus is head. All right? Um, 1 Peter 5, 6, and 8, he says, So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries to God and cares to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for the great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. If your head is not on right and your focus is not right, you are a prime target for the enemy to come and devour your life. Are you hear what I'm saying? If Jesus is not head, if Jesus is not Lord, you are like a, a little lamb or a little sheep walking out in the wild alone, just waiting for wolf to come and devour you. So my call and my encouragement is to get in alignment, get into the place where you belong under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And it's not just, well, I, I don't want to get too far. I don't want to, uh, yeah, yeah, amen. Yeah, Uh, alignment is about two things number one is about getting your head in the right place and a lot of times we think we're the head of our life and if you do you're in misalignment and life's going to be a lot more harder than it's supposed to be once we put Jesus on the throne and we remove ourselves out of the control seat of our life and we begin to dialogue with God about his purposes and plans because the, the truth be told that he very much wants to talk to you as an individual. Uh, yes, he'll speak when you come to church through the messages or when you listen to the, uh, your favorite speaker or whatever or someone speaks prophetically into your life. But as Kathy was saying, our job is to produce light and that light comes from our connection with Jesus and we can't produce what we don't have. And when Jesus comes to live inside of us, that's what he does. Peace goes forth. Light goes forth. Light does what it's designed to do, and it shines. And if it's in you, it will shine. But if we get in the way, there's a scripture in Isaiah, I think it's chapter 6. It says, in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. There's Uzziahs in our life. And that's us a lot of times. It's our own ideas, our own thinking. And we block the view of God for others because we've got our own ideas in the way. When we get out of the way, then Jesus can shine. So we have to bring ourselves under alignment unto the lordship of Jesus Christ. And a lot of things will begin to happen. You know, I I see in my spirit a... uh, Y'all have seen the movie Transformers. You know, they go from one thing to the other. But everything comes into alignment to create this new... This new function. And that's how it is whenever we get Jesus' head and we begin to restore apostolic and prophetic uh, leadership and begin to release teaching under that mantle, and then miracles will begin to happen, healing will begin to take place, government will begin to arise that will begin to change nations and community, everything will begin to shift. And you'll be able to come in and find your place as to who you are and what your gift and what your, you what you bring to the table because you bring something very special to the table. But if you're not in alignment, you'll always be trying to figure out what's going on in your life. So we need to come into the leadership of Jesus Christ. Uh, the second thing alignment brings or is about is putting our minds in the right place. You determine... Who's Lord in your life? You determine, how, what you, actually you, you determine the effects of your life. You, you hear what I'm saying? You determine the outcome. I mean, you don't determine necessarily the trials that you have to walk through, but you determine what the effects of that trial will be by where your mind's at. And uh, like Kathy said, God's not going to bring a child into the wilderness, so he begins to teach and train them. And he begins to teach you that what's most important is the word of God. What God says about you, what God says about your situation, what God says about your family, what God says about your government, what God says about your relationships, what God says about who you are comes directly from the throne of God. And once you, you realize that and you begin to take that, call that down from heaven and say, this is what... God says, the Lord says this, and this is who I am, this is what I am, and this is what's going to happen, this is how it's going to happen. So, none of this other stuff matters. What matters is what Jesus says. Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. All right, so, real quickly, getting our head in alignment. Jesus is Lord, not you or me. Amen. Say that with me Jesus is Lord, not me. Jesus is Lord. Not you. Say, <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, Jesus is Lord, not you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, he's head of the church. He's head of the church. Uh, I'm hearing a prophetic word that's going forth now is that there's going to be a unity across all streams where they hear what God is saying to the whole church right now at this time. It's not just independent... You know, I see this, I see this, but this is what Jesus is saying to his church across all streams, and they're going to hear one voice begin to rise up and declare what God is saying and release what God wants to do. So Jesus, you know, getting our head in alignment is putting Jesus in the Lordship. He is head, family, job, finances, whatever, um, and the government is on his shoulders, You've got to let this sink into your spirit. The government is in his shoulders. How many of you feel weighed down by the problems and the worry and the cares? You can be honest, please be honest. I get, I get weighed down. But when that happens, you know whose government is on, what, you know whose shoulders the government's on? It's on yours. When you feel the weight, And you feel the tension. When your head's leaning over and you're creating all this stress and tension in your life, it's because you are not under the lordship of Jesus Christ. You're under your own lordship. And you're not designed to carry the weight of the world. Jesus Christ is. So if you're struggling, if you're having a hard time, if you're feeling stress and pain, it's an indication that your body's out of alignment. That you've got the wrong head in the place. That I've got the wrong head in place and I need to shift heads. I need to get off the throne and let Jesus. It's Jesus's job to care. It's Jesus's job to worry. And God already did it, you know. That's why everything that we ever need, it was already purchased at the cross. If you need peace, if you need joy, if you need financial freedom, if you need deliverance from poverty or shame or guilt or condemnation, whatever, it is all at the foot of the cross. It's already been paid for. It's ours. We have to go get it and declare it's ours, possess it, it's yours, you know, the giants have already been defeated, don't let the devil lie to you, he's a bully and a terrorist, you know, he just tells you a bunch of BS and you believe it, don't believe it, you know, get rid of it, no, I'm not receiving that, I'm receiving what Jesus says, amen, amen, so the government is on whose shoulders? So when you feel stressed or worried, what's happening? It's on the wrong shoulders, right? So whenever you feel stressed and worried, what are you going to do? You're going to get in alignment. You're going to give it back to who it belongs to. Because Jesus says, hey, it's an invitation. You know, you can hold it if you want to. And he'll say, how's that working for you, son? (laughs) Hey, if you want to tote this package, go right ahead. (laughs) There's no point, you know. If you're enjoying it, hey, I'll I'll take the light load as long as you want, you know. Um, you know they used to say they would tie an old cow up with a young cow when it came to grinding the gristmill and uh, they would do that to train the young cow. The old cow knew that once people got in alignment or the two animals together got in alignment the, the, the load shifted and the weight got a lot lighter. So if the young one You know, sometimes we get real bold and strong and power. Hey, I got this. I can handle this, you know. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, it's like, "Ah, ah, ah," you know, and the old guy goes, how's that working for you, you know? (laughs) And so then you get so tired, you're falling back, and then all of a sudden, you know, oh, this is happening, you know. So you get pulled and you get drugged, you know. Life goes at a pace, and we need to get in alignment with Jesus. And when we walk in balance with him, the load is easy. The burden is light when Jesus is in Lordship. Amen? Amen. All right, the second thing is uh, mindset shift. Putting our minds in the right place. And that's our part. You know, Jesus has done it all. He's paid it all. He's even given us the answers. He's given us all the, the scenarios. And he's saying, you need to believe me. You need to believe me. And that's a mindset shift, and we have to quit believing all those voices. I mean, we all have them, and what happens is, I mean, there's deliverance for the believer if you come under stra—this this is what happens: is that uh, you know you're walking along, you're believing, you're in faith, and then you get a, a doctor's call, you get a, a job call from the boss, you know, a bill collector. Uh, Whatever, you can fill in the blank. You know, and you know that feeling that comes whenever you get that call. Your heart sinks, it's like it stops, your stomach just turns inside out, and then you have a choice. And a lot of times we don't realize it because it's it's subtle. And then we wake up two days later, we're in misery, we're in torment, we're in heaviness, we're in such a way that we can't hardly lift our heads up. We lost every bit of faith, and we think, you know, am I even a Christian? You know, and I mean, and it happens to all of us. You know, I'm 57 years old, fixed to be 58, and I still have those moments. But God has set things in the body, He set the body together. If you get like that, call your friends, you know, hey, guys, gals, I'm struggling. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and God will lift you up out. They'll speak words of life into you. And then, you do the same for others. You begin to declare to them what God has done for you, how he lifts you up. And it's just as simple as a prayer sometimes because it's a mindset shift. Sometimes you get your mind off focus. You were looking at Jesus. Everything was going good. All of a sudden, Satan pops your court and you come falling off your horse. You're looking up at the bottom, wondering what happened, you know? And so uh, it takes a mindset shift, a flip if you will, to get you back up on top of the horse to realize who you are. You know, we're not designed to ride on the bottom of the horse and look at the belly. But a lot of us do that because of life. You know, things happen and we get it upside down. So we need to shift, but the shift is right here. It's, it's, it's your belief. It's your belief. And if you change your belief, you'll change the outcome of the feelings. And uh, a lot of times where you are. And sometimes it's just as easy as a simple prayer. It, it always is really. It's just getting your mind to believe what God says. And thank God for godly people who will help you speak into your life. Thank God for you who will speak into other people's lives to help them uh, find that shift. So uh, real quickly, how do I do it? You you can qualify that. I'm not going to read a scripture. I don't really have time. But Romans 12.1 talks about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I am going to say this, transformation for transportation. You hear what I'm saying? Transformation for transportation. If you want to get somewhere different in your life, you need to change the way you think about the situations around you. And you need to look at it from the viewpoint of the Word of God, and the kingdom of God, what God is saying. So if you want to be in a different spot, you transform to be transported. Amen? Amen. All right, so Romans 10, 9 says this, and this, how do we do it? He says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is eternal life. That's eternal security. But that is whatever situation that you're in. If you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord of that situation and you confess with your mouth, you believe in your heart, God raised Jesus from the dead, the power of the resurrection will transform that situation in your life. Because the transformation happens right here. Once it happens here, it'll begin to play out in your life. You hear what I'm saying? But if it's not happening here, it's not happening out there. Because you're seeing through a negative mindset. So you confess Jesus as Lord. You say it till you believe it. Someone said fake it till you make it. That's why we confess That's why we affirm ourselves. We constantly say, the word of God says this. And after a while, your heart takes courage. David said, bless the Lord, O my soul. Soul, bless the Lord, you know? And you begin to encourage yourself in the Lord. So you say it till you believe it. You meditate on what the word of God says until your situation changes or until your mind changes. And then uh, everything begins to change. Revelation 12, 10, and 11 says it this way. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. It has come at last, salvation and power and the kingdom of God. It has come at last. It's already here. That's not a future present. That is a future present tense, not a future position, but it's future present. The kingdom of God has come and the authority of his Christ for the accuser, the one who keeps speaking all these negative things into our hearts and our minds, he has been cast down to the earth, the one who accuses them before God day and night. In other words, he's not up there anymore accusing, he's been cast down. And so if you're hearing those accusations in your mind and all that negative stuff, it's because the devil's on the earth and he's trying to tell you uh, not to believe, not to trust God because he's a terrorist and he's a tormentor. And you have to, let's read what he says here. Uh, and they defeated him. Who'd they defeat? Yeah. They, yeah. the, they defeated the devil. The devil is that voice that you hear in your head that's telling you or that phone call that you hear or that that uh, voice that someone spoke to you years ago told you that you were not for anything. You know, that is the devil. And he says he was defeated by what? The blood of the lamb. And you don't get that. When we take this and we drink that blood, we are reminding our our mind, we're telling our mind, it's already been dealt with at the cross. You know, it's already been paid for. I've already run. I've overcome by the blood that was poured out 2,000 years ago. So it's already been paid for. I overcome by the blood of the lamb. Jesus died for my victory. Amen. He died for your victory. And he says, uh, and their testimony. What's your testimony? Jesus did this for me. The word of God says this. I overcome because I declare it and I say what Jesus did. Jesus healed me, delivered me. He set me free, changed me. I'm not the same old person. I'm different because Jesus said I am resurrected by the power of God with him and through him. Amen. And they did not lo- love their lives so much so that they were not afraid to die or even unto death as the, the old English says. They did not love their lives even unto death. In other words, they loved Jesus more than life itself. Jesus was the Lord of their life. Jesus is the head. Jesus is in the rightful place. And I want to, well, give you a definition of love, and I'm going to close it out. Love, the word is agapeo, a little bit different from agape. Agape is benevolence, uh, undeserved love, just given uh, from the benevolence of the, the donor or the giver. This, however, means to welcome. It means to entertain, to be fond of. They overcame because they loved Jesus. They, they they welcome Jesus. They entertain Jesus. They're fond of Jesus. They have an affection for Jesus. And I love the word entertain. I looked that up, and it means means to keep or to hold or maintain In your mind. That's what he's saying. You know, they love not their life. They love Jesus more than life itself. And that love is putting Jesus in his position. It's loving him with our our heart, our affection, our desire, his lordship, his his character, his nature, his goodness, who he is. And entertaining that. Entertaining the goodness of God. I want to give you some freedom right now, okay? Okay? you're struggling, you're free to think about all the goodness of God. Okay? If you're having a hard time, think about how good Jesus is. Think about what he's done for you. If you're struggling, whatever, think about the goodness of God. You know, think about how wonderful it is everything that he did at the cross for you. And all the people around him that you've met that he's did something for them. It's kind of like the price is right. You know your name has been called. Yeah, come on down. You know? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, I got one more scripture. Uh, Luke 10, 27 says, You must love the Lord God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength, all your heart. That's all Jesus is asking is love him. And love means putting him first. Putting him in his rightful place. Amen.